You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Welcome to the Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and this is the lovely and talented... Ooh, I'm Amanda McEwen. McEwen? Yeah. Is that how you say it? I've heard it both ways. So McEwen <laughs> or McCune. Or I have a friend's son who calls it McCune. It's, you know, growing up, they always told me it was McEwen. Wow. Um, I I've just, sort of adapted a little bit, and I just go with McCune because trying to explain that the N-E isn't like it's it's just too much work. I, I don't really told, care. I've you can call you, me Fred and I'll be fine. Right. I've so. known you like almost two decades and I've been always saying Amanda McEwen. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, what? I know, and, and I sort what of over enunciated that time. McEwen. McEwen. But we all know who know. she is. I'm Amanda. <laughs> we know her, we love her. And I and have some kind of last name. Yeah. It's fine. Melissa Motes, Amanda McEwen. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Um, we are super excited to be with you today because we are going to be talking about positivity and the solution mindset. That's a really powerful title, just that in itself. And it's so okay. important. I don't know if I can say enough or stress enough yeah. how that has been the biggest driving factor in my life. And I don't mean that to sound dramatic, but there's something, dun, dun, dun. you know, <laughs> um, part of it is that your, your sweater is so yellow. I'm a little bit blinded I, here. I'm I wore sorry. it. I it's wore very it. bright. Thank you. Um, but I wore this on purpose today. You, it's true. You told me that yellow is a positivity color. Yes, it is. So and anyhow, I, um, just wanted to do this. We also have a yellow smiley sort of eight ball that's like a positive this eight ball. This is called the positivity ball. The positivity ball. So like if you need a little pick-me-up, you can grab this ball and just say, positivity ball, what do you have for me today? And it'll say things like, you're good enough. Oh, there you go. Thank affirmations. you. Little positive affirmations. Like yes. But yeah, positivity, this is a positive color. It is. It's, it's happy. It's great. But it, it is to me... The most important thing is keeping a positive attitude no matter the circumstance. Yep. It's not always easy, um, but when it becomes a habit, yeah, everything sort of shifts into place. Because really, there, if to sort of simplify things, no matter what the situation is, you can look at it in a good way or you can look at it in a bad way. Yeah, and if we have you're a choice. Focused on the bad, you're. It's that you know. I'm not going to go super into like the secret or any of those other things about visualization. Sure. I know not everybody believes in that, but if you put bad out there, you usually get bad back. But if you put good out there. It, it just, it, there's something inside. I've seen it in people when they start shifting the mindset. And I know mindset is also another word that's sort of out there all the time that yeah. some people are like, ugh, mindset. But, but you know what? There you go. Like on the, you know, some people don't believe in the secret or the law of attraction or some people are like, ugh, about mindset. The whole point of, you know, where we're kind of going today and kicking things off are that whole solution mindset is looking for it's it's the opposite of that whole ugh yeah. you know that you bah can, humbug approach you can you know? either find problems everywhere yep. or you can find solutions it's just as it's actually easier to look for a solution in something than it is to look for a problem um 
if you retrain yourself to to approach it that way. One of my favorite quotes of all time is John Lennon. You know, he's, he talks about how there there are no problems, there are only solutions. And is that come does that come right out of the song Imagine? I feel like that it might. Trying to go um, through the lyrics. Imagine all the <laughs> right, people. You sing it for us. Na, 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 na. <laughs> anyway, um, but maybe it's not part of the song. But uh, I'll have to like. Look that up. We'll Google that later. Too bad Brent's not no, here no, today. Our, he could look that up for checker. us. Fact checker. <laughs> um, but the whole point is that it's it is it is easy if you do kind of tend to throw problems out, problems out, problems out all the time to kind of get caught up in that um, that cycle or that habit of thinking of things as problems, but. I think you and I both come from in all areas of our life, our business, our personal life. Um, we are very solution oriented in the way that we approach things. And I really think that it's a great secret to um, getting to the things that achieving the things that you want to achieve in your life. I think that's like one of those top 10 secrets of the world, <laughs> of, the world. of the universe. So um I don't know. I think we should talk about some examples and stuff or anything Anything come to mind for you as far as being more of a solution seeker than a problem person? Problem person. Yeah, I think... She's such a problem person. I'm not a problem She's person. She's not at all. But, you know, one of the things, I am very cautious of who I keep in my life. That's good. And I don't mean that like people are expendable because it's not that, but sure. we hear a lot, especially lately about toxic relationships, toxic personalities, all of mm. that. And there are a lot of people in the world who love to complain. Yeah. And I get it. Things are bad sometimes. We all go through things big or small. I mean, it just doesn't matter, but there are those people out there that just constantly complain. And I don't... To put it bluntly, I don't have any tolerance for that because yeah. it's fine when bad things happen. You're allowed to react. You're allowed to feel however you feel. It's not my place to change that. But sure. if you just keep complaining and don't do anything to change the thing that you're complaining about, that's really on you at that point. The bad thing happened to you, sure, but sure. it's how you react to it. It's how you move on from it. Yeah. And it's and like it, you can empathize with someone, mm -hmm. especially a friend or someone in your life who's going through a tough time or have something going on and they, they're venting, right? Because right. Which even, is very important. Yeah, actually. it is to get it out, <laughs> right? Not to hold it in. But I think there's a difference between venting and getting it out there and then looking for the solutions in it and trying to kind of resolve the issue. And then the other, the other side of the coin is just venting and complaining and mm -hmm. continuing in that cycle and just it's not healthy and it's not helping you and it's not helping anyone. And I think that's kind of where you're coming from is like if somebody wants to talk to you about a problem, quote unquote, it's really about let's see what we can do to figure out the solution, right. you know, let's, let's see how we can make this better. Or sometimes it's just acknowledging it and then blessing it and releasing it. That's kind of my motto on things is if there isn't a solution, something happened, it's bad, it made you feel bad, it's done, it's over with. It's just kind of like acknowledging it happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was, it, oh, that's the goldfish died. You know, that sucks and, mm -hmm. you know, carry on 
friends, life goes on, you know, (laughs) I mean, that's kind of a silly example, but. But it's not. And I, you know, it's not an easy thing, but I also have a one day rule where I'm allowed to have a negative feeling for a day. That means sadness, that could mean anger, which I mean, (laughs) it's it's kind of funny. I think I get mad once every like seven years. I can't even remember the last time I was actually mad. But part of that is because I don't allow it. And it's, I know that it's kind of sounds weird sometimes. Like, what do you mean you don't allow it? And again, I've already mentioned I'm not the most emotional human being in the world. Sure. But part of that is, okay, this thing happened. This is how I feel about it. This is bad. Can I do something to change it? The answer is yes. Okay. So tomorrow I'm moving on here. I'm going to start doing what I can to change it. If I can't change it, I have to let it go. And that is the harder part, I think, in a lot of ways. But then again, change is hard too. So maybe that's not even accurate. But it's really, I don't don't understand worrying about things I can't change, worrying what's going to happen. And that, it's hard not to. We all think about what might happen. But for me, it's like, I know that whatever happens, I'm going to deal with it. Yep. And I, I do, I know I come across a little tough love in this category and it's Get because that. I think people need to hear it. And it, the love part is very important because I am here for ever, anybody who has a problem or they're feeling a bad kind of way. That's fine. I'm here. I'm a listener. Yeah, I'm here to you're talk a good about listener it. Too. But it's when the same person is complaining about the same thing for weeks and weeks at a time and not doing anything to change the situation. Yeah. And every time, you know, if you offer a solution or a different option and you're met with resistance, and there are people who don't want to get better because they like to complain. So those are sometimes the kind of people that we have to bless and release from our lives. Mm-hmm. It's and it's tough. I mean, it is I've, so I've tough. Had to sort of cut friends out because it's just I'm giving and I'm not receiving, and I don't really care about the receiving part. But when you have somebody in your life and you're done talking with them and you just feel drained, depleted, yeah, over and over, and and when you see that there is something that can be done, you know, or the thing that's being complained about is so trivial. Right. And, you know, but it's just that they want the fight or they want the right. drama or they want Some the- people just really do like drama. And um, I also have had to, you know, um, just move away from certain relationships in my life over the years. And it's not easy to do. And it doesn't necessarily make you feel good in that moment. But- And it's also not saying that they're bad people. And no, I not at all. No, they can be awesome people, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those things where- relationships are about sharing of energy and their give and take. And if you're with someone in a relationship, whatever the relationship, it could be a business relationship, a friendship, a romantic relationship. But if it's always, you know, all give and and no, you know, they're not, it's not reciprocal. That's something to really look at and to think about. Um, But I think for me, it's blessing and releasing. Again, it's wishing that person the best and saying, hey, this just isn't working for me because um, I I really respect relationships where there's a sharing going on. And yeah. I want to feel like um, 
I'll put it this way, you know, coming from a positive mindset and a solution-oriented mindset, I think that also goes hand in hand with always wanting to grow and always wanting to evolve and always wanting to become a better version of myself. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, I hope I'm a better version of myself than I am today and so on and so on and so on. And so the kind of people that I like to spend my time with, um, I hope are going to be on a similar journey, you know? Um, so it's, it's that, but that whole positive mindset, um, I do really think that it comes down to making a choice and I don't like the way I feel Mm -hmm. when I'm talking negatively or if I've, you know, someone's gossiping about somebody and like, Mm -hmm. I just interject something and then I'm like, who am I? I don't want to talk about that person. I love that person. You know, Uh it's like, you know, gossipy behavior or just being anything that's just kind of negative and it makes me feel icky. And I don't like to feel icky ever, (laughs) ever. Like, no, but I mean, and so like you said, you don't allow it. Mm -hmm. You don't allow the negative thinking. And I don't either. Like, I literally am just like, no, I'm not interested. I just won't participate, right. and uh, it's just like little mental notes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but so those are some things for me. Um, being solution oriented is having the awareness of changing my language too, not using the word problem. So it's it's catching yourself saying, "Well, the problem is," replacing that with, "Well, hmm, how can we look at this differently?" or mm-hmm okay, this is definitely a tough situation or this isn't coming together the way, you know, we'd hoped. What can we do? How can we look at this differently? Or one of my favorite uh, lines I heard recently is, I'm a huge Jen Sincero fan. And she wrote, you are a badass. And she just came out with, you are a badass every day. It's like a little spot check, little spot checkery of your badassery and your positivity. Um, But she talks about how, something you can do is something that's a negative um, thing that you catch yourself saying often, like, I can't do that Mm -hmm. because, or I'll never be able to do that because, and actually turning it inside out and turning it into a positive affirmation. Mm -hmm. And I was driving in my car, listening (laughs) to this audiobook, and I was like, what? I was like, that is brilliant. (laughs) And for me, one of my negative little things that I say to myself often that I don't want to say, and I it's just habitual, is, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. Mm. How am I ever going to get all this done? I, I have, don't have enough time. I'm so busy. And we talked about busy being that badge <laughs> of honor a few episodes ago. Um, I turned that into, there's more than enough time. I have all the time in the world. Enjoy the moment. Be mm-hmm. present. And I, this is my solution is now I tell myself the solution is, is just be really joyful in every moment of everything that you're doing. And the stuff that I'm complaining about, or, you know, creating this weird problem in my mind, it doesn't really exist. It exists. If I say it does, I exist. It exists. If I let it exist, but really, if I say the solution here is there's plenty of time, there's all kinds of time. Um, it's just, it's just reaffirming what what I need to have is my new um, my new little mantra, if you would. So and that's what all of it really comes down to. It's changing 
little bit at a time. It's being aware. That awareness is key because we have a lot of subconscious thoughts all the time. We're not actively always thinking can't or don't or won't or all those negative words. They're just in there. So it's sort of, like you said, catching it when it happens. And if you hear yourself saying or thinking, I can't, I don't, I'll never, any of these negative things, it's sort of, that's when you have to sort of catch it and turn it around and be like, okay, what can I do? What will I do? Like, what are these things? Let's find the solution. What is the thing that you want? What is the reason why you think right now you can't do it? And let's turn that around. Let's figure out. Turn it inside out. Turn it inside out and say, well, what can I do? Or this is a thing that I can do. Or start just believing that good things are possible. And I, I tell people from time to time, I'm like, I always, I'll sort of refer to myself as the annoying optimist because yeah. I can find the good in any situation. Yep. And I know some people don't want that. Some it's people, again, yep. they want to live in the darkness and it can be really annoying because, but you know, that's the only way I know how to be. Yeah. And I do that I've done it so actively that it becomes, it's just in my nature. I don't think about it anymore. It, you, you, you automatically flex that muscle mm-hmm. because you've, uh, you, you've trained your, your brain. You've trained yourself to always kind of look on the bright side. You know, it's mm-hmm. like that glass half full um, or really the glass is always full. <laughs> well, I if remember. You know, if you know. Uh, <laughs> if you know. It's full of air um, yeah, yeah. and water. I'm just saying. I'm doing a visual here, but okay. I know there are people listening in that You scene. really want me to get what you're talking about. I'm like, I, I really, I just am really into it right now. I'm feeling yeah. good. Yeah, I, I remember when I, I lived in LA in my early 20s and Everybody knows what traffic is like in LA. I had a four mile commute that was 45 minutes on a good day. And even back then, I think it was 22, 21, 22, somewhere around there. But I remember sitting in that traffic, bumper to bumper, not moving. And that was my work commute. And I'm like, I could be upset about this every day and sit there angry and grumbling. But instead, I found a radio show that I really liked because, you know, a Again, back in the early 2000s, we still listened to radio, but there was a a talk show that I really liked to listen to. I used that time to listen to my music. I used that time, you know, to use my little car phone to call my friends back home. Like there, it, it, that 45 minutes to an hour of sitting in a traffic, sitting in a traffic, sitting in traffic became something that I looked forward to. I was going to say something that you used to dread. Mm -hmm. You found a solution in how to Mm -hmm. make it something you actually looked forward to. Right. That's a good one. That's really good one. After I moved back to Vegas, I mean, traffic never bothers me now because you can get anywhere in this city in half an hour, even in in rush hour pretty much. So ever since then, you know, it's that perspective. It's like- This isn't that bad. It is perspective. I've seen worse. <laughs> I'll tell you one of my little things that I do. So mm-hmm. uh, admin work, You're like your favorite, not my favorite. Okay. Uh, but sometimes I have to do things like you know sit down and pay bills or mm-hmm. uh, do some invoicing and uh, or just just stuff like mm-hmm. sit at my desk stuff where I'm not <laughs> in my booth telling <laughs> stories and being happy and I'm like. Oh, So what I do is I go, how can I make this better? Well, the two ways I make it better is I also have uh, 
my my favorite station I like to listen to. Mm-hmm. I actually have a Pandora station I like to tune Is into. Is it Christmas songs? It's not Christmas <laughs> songs, unless it's during the holiday season. But I have um, this kind of like really cool reggae station that I've been exploring. And it's just, it kind of gets me into this like, yeah, I can do this admin business right now feeling. And I make myself a lovely cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And I go... Now I can sit here and listen to some reggae and I can sip on my coffee. And my solution is I'm going to get all this stuff done and now I'm going to enjoy it. So mm-hmm. it's my little solution-oriented mindset to uh, approaching something that I go oh, about and, initially. And we can do that in everything. And it's, yeah. it's, it's sometimes it is that simple. I mean, it's, you know, if there's a, something that you just don't want to do and it's no fun ugh, and you get that feeling, what can we do to turn it around and say, you know, this is a thing that I can do to make this time enjoyable. And maybe it is, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's another traffic one, but there's those times when you want to get home and then the light turns red and you're like, ugh, I just want to get home. I'm hungry. It's almost dinner time, whatever it is. But for me, sometimes when that red light comes, I'm like, that means I get to listen to one more song because the time that I listen most actively to music, which I love, is in the car. It's when I can turn it up loud and I can just, you know, listen to it. And it's not just in the background while I'm doing other things. I, you know, I miss that time from sort of the, for me, it was in the 90s where I would just buy a CD and I would sit down and listen to the CD in its entirety over and over and over sometimes. And like open up the J uh-huh. card and oh, read yeah. the lyrics. You didn't even Google those. You just looked at them. Mm-hmm. I remember when I did that with my cassette tapes also. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, but that's really what it is. It's just that I, I'm sorry, I'm like looking out this direction because our, our, our neighbors, studio neighbors keep like peering they're waving, the door. They're waving at they, uh, us. They are paparazzi right now. So yeah. apologize well, you know. for that. I get, I'm they're the distracted. adrenaline boys next door. They're yeah. good. They're good fellas. They're probably just kind of saying hi and spreading the love before yeah. they leave for the weekend. Yeah. But we yeah. locked the door so that we could mm-hmm. get this, you know, get, get our get our thoughts organized. Yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to share that's on a little bit more of a heavier note regarding solution, um, you know, oriented thinking and being positive that is bigger than I would say that moment of traffic or whatever, bigger meaning more serious and like, you know, impactful on life. Mm -hmm. It's like something like, I remember when I found out that I was being diagnosed with cancer. That was a pretty big one for me and and my little, uh, you know, moment there. But, you know, I remember a doctor saying to me, my oncologist saying to me, you know, the the test came back uh, positive. And that's a positive you don't want to hear about. <laughs> that, that's the bad positive. That's a, right. That's not the positive that, that, <laughs> yeah. that I wanted. Um, but in that moment, I remember it's like this, this whoosh. It was like a cold rush of literally my whole body. I felt this cold rush go over me. And my adrenaline kicked in and my heart rate picked up. And it was scary news to hear the big C word. And there are a lot of people in this world who unfortunately have, have had that um, that news delivered to them. And it's heavy in that moment. And it's scary. And it can be really emotional. And you can cry. You can feel angry. There's so many different things you can feel. Um, but I remember, for me, thinking 
almost immediately, I kind of feel like I remember all of this playing out in slow motion in my mind. Um, I thought, okay, so I have two choices right now. I could really feel sorry for myself, or I could be really sad about this, or immediately I can start thinking about all the things I can do to improve my health, to uh, be stronger, to get myself through this, support myself, support my family, you know, all of the different things I can do that can be better and more positive because I know that I want to focus on the outcome and I want the outcome to be good. And the other thing that I was thinking in that moment was, this might sound kind of corny, but I was thinking, Melissa, you need to have a happy mindset because if you have a happy mindset, all of the cells in your body are going to be impacted by a happy, healthy body chemistry, and that's going to help you get through this, and that's going to help cure this, and this is going to help heal your body. And so I was like, happy cells, healing cells, you got this, you got this. And so that was kind of my first little conversation in my head, which probably happened in the first few minutes of hearing the news. But then there's always that voice um, when something crazy scary like that happens that's like, but it's cancer and it's serious and oh my gosh, and you could die and uh, you know all the stuff. And I was like, shh, mm-hmm. quiet silence, you know, (laughs) but I trained myself to really think, no, 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 no. I'm not going down this road. Um, and I use a tool I used, I, or I, I, I apply a tool I, I used or learned rather trying to get my thoughts straight. Um, a long time ago, I was watching a PBS special and there was this doctor, um, being interviewed about the roadmap in our brain and all of the grooves and channels in our brain. And he was talking about how every time you think a negative thought, oftentimes the negative thoughts are the repeated thoughts. So the more you're thinking negatively, you're thinking the same negative thought over and over and over again. And and your brain is actually basically carving out that same channel over and over again, and it's actually getting deeper. And he said, you can actually retrain your brain and create positive pathways in your brain by every time you catch yourself thinking a negative thought, you can retrain your brain to think a positive thought to start building those new channels so that your brain goes that way. He called them ANTs automatic negative thoughts or automatic negative thinking. And I was like, crazy. So in that moment, in the doctor's office, I'm like, whatever, no ANTs around <laughs> these parts. I am super going to mm-hmm. think positively. But I, re- I realized in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, this is some of the heaviest news I've ever gotten. I'm scared, but I'm not going to let myself go down that road of thinking those negative thoughts. I'm going to immediately replace those negative thoughts with the positive thoughts. So I know that was kind of long-winded, but no, it's it- like that definitely helped me a lot. So maybe that'll help somebody listening. And it's it's important, I think, also to give validity to the scariness. The mm-hmm. you know, again, the negative thoughts. There, it's not that they don't count or they don't mean anything. If anything, that's an indicator that you need to change something. Right. And you know that in overcoming something as as big as cancer. But it's huge because we know. I don't know the science behind it, but there's all that research and the studies that stress is one of the worst things for your body. And it's you can't tell somebody stop stressing out. That usually stresses them out. More. Yeah, it does. 
you know, it's just something that over time you kind of like have I'm to stressed, deal with it. and now knowing that I'm stressed is making <laughs> right. my body more stressed. Ah, yeah. and it's, I, I wish it was something that you could teach, but it's that it's very internal in a lot of ways. But it's if you try, and it's that that just that ability to flip things and flip the activate yeah. actively do it, even though it's it's very difficult. But because those thoughts are still going to come in, it doesn't they matter. Are how positive you are, they're going to come in yep. and that's okay. Yep. It's just how you react to them. And at first you're going to feel like you're telling yourself this ridiculous lie. Mm-hmm. Cause like if you are that ANT person or that automatic negative thinker, or you tend to look at the glass, you know, uh, half empty or you're more pessimistic in the way that you kind of interpret information. Um, sometimes it's just it's just a habitual thing, right? So it's creating a new habit for yourself. And it's like, or it's 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 just the way you were raised. Mm-hmm. Maybe your parents were super pessimistic and that's just the way your household was growing up. So it's kind of like it's what you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's you know, a bummer, but it's like, but, but you can actually fix it. You can change it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the beginning, when you start to flex this new muscle, mm-hmm. it's like, you feel like it's a lie. Kind of like me, like I'm not athletic and I go to the gym and I'm like, going to lift some weights. And I'm like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. This is not me. What am I doing? But I'm like, yes, I'm strong. I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. I am going to build muscle tone. I am going to do it. I'm going to have a beach body. And then I'm like, <laughs> Melissa, get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> go, you know, you're going to go home and eat cake. Actually, I'm not. I'm doing really well with my I'll diet. I'll take your cake then. But, right? <laughs> but no, you can I'll have some donations. cake. I'll take donations. No, but what I'm saying is it's like in the moment of trying out something new, mm-hmm. like, trying to think positively, you can feel like a fraud for a second. And you're like, whatever, Mm -hmm. this is not me. But it can be you. It just takes practice and you have to keep doing it. And that's that's where for me, like the the tough love portion sort of comes into play because a lot of times all I'm hearing are excuses. And I again it's not to belittle or be condescending, but if I'm talking to somebody in his 50s who is blaming how he is on his childhood, like we've all been through some stuff. Yeah. That's fine, but you can't if, if you're going to carry that with you your whole life and say, I am this way because of this one thing that happened to me, I'm powerless, I can't do anything about it. I don't believe you. Yeah. And I don't again, I'm I'm really not trying to be harsh about it, but I see all the time that people are hanging on to that thing. And I think it comes mostly from fear that, yeah. you know, I can hold on to this thing. This is my crutch, this is my excuse, this is my reason why I can't do anything I want to do. Because it's almost safer to it's, 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 to live it's, in that yeah. dark place. It's scarier sometimes mm-hmm. to actually succeed. In to, but like I've, I've seen, fail. I have seen people turn it around. People you know that have dealt with depression for decades, and then they finally took charge and said, "I'm going to identify why I react, when I react, how I react, and I'm going to change it." And I, I've seen people turn it around. At, you know, after having yeah. it just be part of them for so long. And it's not easy, but but I've seen it and I know it's possible. And that's, you know, why I just try to encourage everybody. Let's find the solutions. It's a much happier place. It's a much better place. There's some people who are are sort of hardwired to worry. That's one of the things that I don't understand just personally. I mean, I, I understand it in a sort of logical way, but I don't sure. connect with it because my brain doesn't work that way. Yeah. But there are people that just constantly worry. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the way I look at it is if that thing happens, I'm going to deal with it when it happens. Because a lot of times people spend days, weeks, months, whatever, worried about this thing that may or may not happen. And then it doesn't happen. And all of that time, all that energy just robbed yourself. You just robbed yourself of the moments Mm -hmm. that you could be having not worrying and thinking about yeah. something else. So I don't like it's, it. Yeah. It's, Just trusting it's that icky. if the bad thing happens, deal with it then. then. And not to say like to live in a, a blind spot and think that nothing sure. bad can ever happen. Yeah. But, you know, for anybody who is listening or watching, we've all gotten through every single thing that life has thrown at us so far or what, we wouldn't be what do, here to yeah what do they watch. say what doesn't kill us make us makes us stronger and it is really true and um i always think there's a lesson in everything and especially the stuff that we label as bad um my husband always says troy always says to me he says nothing's bad everything is good mm-hmm. because yep. there's you can learn something from every situation and something that you may mm-hmm. slap a label on as a negative or a bad thing. You can find the silver lining. You can find the, the learning lesson. Growth happens oftentimes when you're going through something that's hard or uncomfortable or just, you know, makes you kind of dig a little deeper in yourself or seek out, you know, more knowledge or more guidance. Um, But I think just everything in your life, whether it's personal relationships or business relationships, coming at everything, looking for a solution, um, as opposed to just throwing out the word problem or coming at it with a problem mindset, um, you're going to get a great result if you uh, are solution-minded, and and you're going to be happier, and things are going to just flow better. And I think that it's kind of like, like you said, people are always like, oh, you're so positive. People tell me all the time, they're like, it makes, some people are like, it makes me sick. You're so happy. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not like 24-7, like, yeah, I'm so happy. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, ge- I am genuinely a happy person. I'm grateful. I think mm-hmm. I have a lot of gratitude in my life. And I think that if you practice um, gratitude uh, and you're very mindful about the things you're grateful for, it's really hard to be negative and it's really hard to be problem minded. Right. Um, because if you're, gra- if you have a lot of gratitude, you just, you tend to just look at something in the simplest way and and see that that nugget of good that's sitting right there um, more easily. So and that's you know I'm I'm of the belief that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. I know that's cliche and some people don't dig that. And but some people me, don't believe it, but yeah. It's it's sort of like I have a deal with the universe that I'm gonna do the best that I can. I'm gonna treat people well. The whole sort of concept of karma or yeah. do unto others. Totally all of believe that. It. I but I believe in that because I think if I'm d- being my best self as much as possible and doing good for others, that's going to come back to me. But it's also recognizing that sometimes that means the thing that you think that you really want, if it doesn't happen, it's for a reason. And so that is a big part in my, it's, it's almost acceptance, I guess, because there are times like I really want that thing or there's something that I want and it doesn't happen. And then it, but it's, I don't, hold on to that. I don't obsess over it because I just feel like if it didn't happen, it's because something even better is coming and I don't know what it is yet. And that's okay. So true. And so I just kind of, I just appreciate every moment and 
if it something doesn't happen, great. It's they they say you know like one door closes and another opens. Yeah. It I've 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 lived that. That's I, what happens. I had a friend Andrea wrote me an email the other day. We were talking about a voiceover job or whatever. And she just said this beautiful line. She said, I believe that um, the things that are meant for us will never pass us, Mm -hmm. you know? And I thought that was just a really nice way of of putting it. And I mean, it could be, you know, a house you're trying to buy and the deal falls through or trying to buy a car and somebody else buys that car Mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh man, it didn't work (laughs) out or the job you wanted, you Mm -hmm. know, or stuff like that. You can feel so disappointed. But Mm -hmm. if you look back at your life and you think about those kinds of situations that happened, it really is true. Like, you do end up finding that house that's even a better fit mm-hmm. or a place to live or that vehicle that you know you you wanted to get you find something that's even got lower miles and a better deal mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> and is so much more you and a cute little horn sound and yeah no i'm just kidding <laughs> but um whatever it is but i mean these are materialistic things that i'm using as examples but um you know i do really think that my positive mindset was very helpful for me during my cancer journey. And you know, I have a lot of people in my life who've, whose lives have been touched by cancer and some of them very, very, very close friends of mine and some of them um, have passed and they were very positive people and had very positive mindsets. And I'm not saying that a positive mindset can necessarily single-handedly cure uh, an illness or a disease, but I'll put it to you like this. Um, if, if, if my outcome of my health hadn't turned out where I am now cancer-free and healthy, during that time, if, if you were to reflect back on it and you had that choice to be thinking positively during that time or to be thinking negatively during that time and worrying, and you could go back and redo it, which way would you have wanted to experience those moments? Right. That's powerful. So my best, two of my very best girlfriends actually have both passed away Mm -hmm. from cancer. And we were all diagnosed with female-related cancers within just a couple of years of each other. And um, it was very hard to go through that. Um, Each one of us on our own personal journeys, but me gets me even really emotional now thinking about it. I didn't plan to even go down this this uh, path, but um, you know those two girlfriends of mine are no longer here. And sometimes I I think why you know why am I here and and they're not. And you know they they were just as positive as me. They had great treatment. They had loving supportive families around them. They had every reason in the world to live, and they were good good, 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 good girls. And, um, but we don't know why, you know, we never, there's, there are things that happen and, and you don't know why everyone has their journey and their time and, right. and stuff. But one thing that I have a positive feeling about when I do reflect, and I think back to my two very close girlfriends, I think that we were all there together, um, cheering for each other, and they were very positive, and they were enjoying their moments while they were here and had those moments, even though they were going through some of the toughest times, chemo, losing their hair, losing their taste, uncomfortable, 
uh, scared. They were still very positive, as positive as they can be, and that's powerful. So I didn't expect to go that deep, but I have to say it, and I wanted to share it. Well, then it's a, it's a good example, too, in that when I say that you can find something good in everything, whether it's, you know, even if it's just a lesson learned, you don't look at those friends like, okay, well, they, they passed away. That's sad no matter how you look at it. That's not a positive yeah. thing. But you don't focus on the sadness. You don't focus about the loss. You focus on what you had, on the time mm-hmm. that you had with them, which I think is, is kind of the point. It's mm-hmm. maybe, and that time was robbed short and that's not, yep. it's never fair. Absolutely. But it, you can't just hold that inside and just dwell on, it's just not fair. It's, you know, all of those things yep. because you have to, you're, you're still here and you have to do the best in, it's almost like in their honor. It is in their honor. To, I, you made it and not to, and again, not to make light of anything, no. but you're still here. The best mm-hmm. thing you can do is, is honor them. Mm-hmm. And, and I always kind of think like, I, I, the things that I do and the way that I live my life and the choices that I make, um, the love I share, the light that I share and the good that I try to put out I don't try that I do put out every day. Um, I really do feel like that's kind of my personal way of saying like, I love you. Sorry, Jeanette. I love you, Angie. And um, I'm they're with me, you know, and I'm, I'm doing good things for them too. So um, I can remember even the day, the day that my friend Jeanette passed away, I was with her that morning, hanging out in her bedroom and we were talking and she was laughing and in the best mood and she wanted to have a smoothie and i was like what kind of smoothie do you want girl and she was like i want something with cocoa and cherry and she was describing all these flavors to me and she lit up and she was all happy and she's like oh i love a good smoothie and i was just like yeah a good smoothie that sounds really good and the way she was describing everything she wanted in this smoothie and i mean that is a girl who literally did not know if she had another day with mm-hmm. us, but she was in the moment, yep. being happy and being positive and loving her, you know, her smoothies. <laughs> and I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to make one for me too. I like the, the idea of the ingredients that you were just recommending. Yeah. So anyway, you know, no matter how small of a, a problem, you know, that you're experiencing mm-hmm. in your life or how crazy heavy and serious the problem is, um, there are positive moments to be had. There are solutions and there are those bright moments in there. If you just take a second and, and, and look, just look, try to look at it through a different set of eyes and, uh, it's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, you know, positivity is one thing. And we're also talking about being solution oriented and what sure. that means. And that can kind of comes down to any anything that you think is a problem. And for a lot of the people that I interact with because of my business, I'm finding that the, pro- the biggest problems, I put that in quotes also. Air quotes yeah, for our listeners. Are, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. Those two things are just out there with almost everybody. I want to do this, but I can't afford it. I want to do that, but there's just not enough time. And so it's 
shifting two parts, there's the positivity in there because you're saying I can't and I don't and I negative. So it's shifting that and thinking I can do this and I do have this and all of those things, but it's also finding the solution. And that really comes to being honest with yourself and saying, okay, is this a real reason? Is this absolutely true? Is there nothing I can do to change it? Or is it an excuse? Are you holding yourself back? Mm -hmm. And when it comes to time, and I know it's tough and you've got a family and you've got a job and you have all of those things, but there's always time. And I, I've talked to some people that do, you know, drastically to the point where they might wake up at four o'clock in the morning every day because they have one hour from four to 5 a.m. before everything else starts. And it's that important to them to do what they want to do. In this case, it's somebody who needs to write more. It's part of her job. And, you know, that's a thing that she does. There's all of those things to where if you really sort of take stock in where is your time going, how much TV are you watching? How much time are you spending on social media? All of those things, would you be able to cut half an hour, 15 minutes a day, whatever small step where think, okay, I want to check my Instagram and see what's out there. Or could you say, I have 15 minutes, I am going to do X. And that depends on what your goal is and what you're trying to accomplish. But if you can twist that time around and say, I have 15 minutes every day that I can work towards my goal. And then hopefully that expands and you think, okay, well, I have 30 minutes a day. I have an hour a day. And then if it comes to money, because money is always a big factor, none of us ever really have enough of it, mm -hmm. but we do. And there are things, and that's where that word that everybody hates, budgeting, comes into play yeah. because are you going to Starbucks every day? Are you going out to drink at night? You know, are you eating out, you know, throughout the week? What money are you spending that you don't have to? Yeah. There are a lot of ways and it's not fun. Sometimes and, you have to cut back. And what are some of the ways that you can earn more? Mm -hmm. So it's like not only cutting back, but it's also opening up and welcoming the, how can I make some more money to, you know, fund this thing? Like we just talked about passion projects mm -hmm. in our last episode. Yeah. You could have easily been like, oh, that sounds expensive to do this documentary. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. Wah, wah. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it. But being solution-minded, you were like, you know what? We're going to do a Kickstarter. We're going to get mm -hmm. people excited about this. You know, we're going to, let's see if that's a solution, if that's an avenue to take. And you created that. So it's, it's yes, Sometimes it's looking and saying, you know, what? where can I cut back a little bit? Um, or maybe you got a lot of extra garbage laying around, stuff you don't need, stuff you don't use, things you can sell um, to, you know, make some extra cash to start your, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, but what are some extra ways you can earn money? Like what are some of your strengths? What are some of your, um, you know, could you get some extra overtime hours? Do you have a side hustle that you could make a little extra money, you know, in things like that. Um, these are all like solution mindsets, solution mindsets, looking at all of those things. Yeah. It's, it's planning and organization. And I, I know I've mentioned a few times, but for me, food prep is a big thing Yep, because it's investing a certain amount of time on Sundays to make sure I'm set up for success the rest of the week. Yep. And that I, you know, I see how much people spend on food. I mean, I do books for a lot of companies and a lot of people and it, it's, it's a big expense. And that's one of those things where restaurants are expensive. Like maybe like, and it's not so that you should cut out everything that you love to do, but if you're going out to eat 
five nights a week or seven nights a week or multiple meals, like that amount, a lot of times you could buy groceries for the entire week for the amount of one or two meals. True. It's crazy. It's the, you know, but it's part of that comes with you're busy during the day and then you're done at the end of the night. You don't feel like making anything. And that's that's why if you have the time on the weekend to sort of plan and say, this is what I'm going to eat and have it ready for you, you, then you're not tempted by, oh, let's just go out. Yep. And if you don't go out, you have more time and yep. that maybe you could put towards your your thing. <laughs> but yeah. I, I had people when I, I was working on that passion project and making the film and, you know, we, we had expanded the vision to make it better. And people said, well, why would you put your own money into that? Like, why, why would you do that? And it was, it was that belief that I, I can right now. I'm able to. I need to make sure this is the best thing. I'm not doing this for the money. If it comes back to me, great. That would be amazing. But that wasn't the goal. Like I loved every minute of what I did. I'm very proud of what we accomplished with You created that. something. You and built something. It's, you know, there's it gets easy to say, oh, you know, like I was misled by this person or, you know, I had a weird thing through my career and there's a lot of stuff that happened. But everything that happened, good or bad, through my entire career, it got me to where I was. And that's why I don't have regrets. And I always look at the good. Like maybe it could have been different, but it wasn't. So I can't dwell on what could have been. All I can say is this is what I learned during that time. This is this led me to this opportunity. I never could have, you know taken three months to travel the world and follow my favorite band around and make a film about it had I not been through all those other things. So I have nothing but gratitude for everything that I've ever done because it's led me to what I'm doing now. And I I like my life. It's a good one. So I know count, counting your blessings or just having that, that awareness of, um, you know, gratitude and and understanding that it's a choice you choose to be happy or, or you choose to be miserable. And it's, it's just more fun to choose a positive. I think way. it's a lot more fun to be happy. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't dig misery no, at all. No. It's just not, doesn't, <laughs> and it's just, it's not a color that looks good on no. either of us. You they, know? Say, they say misery loves company, but that's not the kind of company I like. To I don't keep like that kind either. of company either. <laughs> I like to be laughing and having a really good time. And you know, it always feels good to lift other people up and it feels really good too when they reciprocate and they're like, it's like the way I look at it, like Troy and I always say in our marriage, it's like, I always say to him, honey, I feel like you're putting me up on this pedestal and you make me feel so special and so loved. And it's like in turn, I want to turn around and I want to lift him up on an even higher pedestal because it's like, I just know how good that I feel with all of that encouragement and love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we try to out love each other. We try to out uplift <laughs> oh, each other. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, but even that can be said for our friendships mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, within our, within brothers and sisters or mm-hmm. dear friends or your cousins or anybody in your life, people you work with. It's like, if somebody lifts you up and they're encouraging you and they're like, Hey, I'm super proud of you. You're doing so awesome. Whatever. It's like, Turn around and 
and reciprocate that. It's like, man, it's like get on that wave of high vibing with somebody. You know, it's a beautiful thing. And it's like, again, it's all going back to the positive mindset, the solution-oriented mindset. It just just feels good. I don't know. Do you have anything against feeling good? (laughs) I don't. I don't know anybody who does. Right? I know. I'm an expert at feeling good. I'm like, I have like a PhD in feel-goodedness. Feel-goodedness. I like it. Hashtag feel goodness. Hashtag feel goodness. Feel goodness. Yeah, it kind of rolls off the tongue. Say it. Feel goodness. 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 You know what? I want to know what the positive ball has to say. Positivity ball. Look how cute this face is. I know. I know. But if you're listening, it's a yellow, happy face. It's this. It's just cute. Get one. Go to go get one on online. Positivity Ball says, and I quote, you can do it. Oh, see? So that's what it is. Find, there, you know, there you have it. Find some clarity, figure out what it is that you want, and then start figuring out how you can do it because you can. You can. Believe it. If it means writing it down and taking one step at a time, because that's how we solve everything is one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Just do a little every day. It becomes your habit. Habits are just so much easier. Yep. Don't shout no. Shout yes. Yes. (laughs) Thanks for tuning into the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.